What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to our second anniversary of the Just Browsing Podcast. Well, technically, I mean, yeah, it's our second. We're a little bit it's, past it now. I think it's, it's like it a was, week. It was August 1st, technically, of 2020. And here it is August yeah, so we're, we're a week. Yeah. Well, we realized last time when we were doing After our, we did our episode. Yeah, our best hang, worst hang, that that would have been a perfect time to do the two-year anniversary pod. And then uh, we, we were too dumb to figure that out until we got yeah. done recording. So, we finished recording. We're like, so... Well, we actually noticed it when we looked online at yeah. our episode yeah. list. And we're like, oh, dude, two years. And we were like... Well, we'll do that next time. But, you know, we're now squeezing two episodes worth of content out of, you know, one that we could have just done one. So. Exactly. Um, yeah, but welcome back, everybody, to the Just Browsing Podcast. Like Matt said, this is our right at our two-year anniversary of starting this podcast, which is pretty crazy. And it feels like we were talking about starting a podcast for, like, I don't know, four years before we actually did it. Well, I definitely I bought mm. that one podcasting kit for us to do it, and then my computer was like, yeah, so about this. Yeah, well, we never work. We never really could like actually commit to doing it, and then we finally. Do you think it was COVID that kind of helped us commit to do it? Since that everything was locked down, there's really nothing nothing else to do. Or had we finally just reached a point where we were like, let's just fucking do this. Let's I, just make a podcast. I think we reached the point where we were we had both moved out from like when we had first started talking about it. We were still living with our parents. Yeah. So then I think we reached a point where we were fully on our own and I finally had a space where we could like yeah. set shit up and kind of not worry about moving it. Cause for the longest and time there, remember we were out in your kitchen at the table yeah, because we weren't streaming. We were just recording yeah. on a memory mm-hmm. card and had we known we could have done this, bro, we could have just been sitting in here the whole time. Yeah. Life would have been way easier. Oh, well you live and you learn. Yeah. So now here we are two years later, same yeah. equipment. Hopefully it's, I, I think the quality's, yeah, still fine. I mean, I think everything works works pretty well. Oh shit! I was supposed to bring you money for that Podbean subscription. Yeah, dude, I'll Venmo you. I was gonna bring cash. How much is it again? Five hundred and eighty dollars <laughs> each. It's a late fee. <laughs> oh, that's M- mine. Only was like thirteen dollars. Oh, but, okay. But your late fee is like it's Man. like six hundred and forty eight percent interest. <laughs> yeah, it's like damn, dude. What the fuck did you sign this <laughs> up for? It's like don't worry about it. Because I do have some cash with me, but if, if I think not, it was one hundred and eight total, so I think. It's oh, like okay. okay. I only have like twenty five bucks with me, so I'll offend my you or something. But better go rob a bank. Um, yeah, here it is. Two years later, we're still doing it. Um, I I am still enjoying it. I hope everyone's enjoying listening still. Um, I think we're still running into the same issue that we've been complaining about for a while, which is we don't really know how to find a good metric to see like how many people are actually listening because right. we still only see how many people are downloading the episode, which we've talked about before. A lot of people don't download their podcasts. I mean, I certainly don't. I just stream them. So if well, we can you, figure out how to how many people are actually streaming them, that would be great to know. Because it feels like more people are listening than the numbers we're seeing. Yeah, I mean, I think more people talk to us about, hey, I like this episode, or hey, I like that episode. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, it says we have like six downloads on that. Right. But, but we've, 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 we've heard talked from like two to, people in person about right. it. It seems like that would be, you know, more. it'd have more impact. By the way, have you checked... The just browsing Gmail, like, ever? No, but because because what if we've actually been getting emails from listeners with like suggestions or you know how like we'll we'll do a topic for an episode and we'll ask people to write in um, and like you know tell us if we missed anything or give us their thoughts or any questions or whatever. 
And we could have been getting emails like that for a long time, and we just I don't think we've been checking those. So nope. No, no one's emailed. I mean, we have those ones that are like advertisements where it's people like, yeah, hey, yeah. won't you please claim your podcast on Wisdom? You know, yeah, they want your unique voice and all yada, yada, yada. It's like, yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. I'm not super surprised because I've never like emailed into a podcast before. I've thought about it. Oh, there you go. There's but, our invoice. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't even know I had it set for emails, but hey, there's our invoice, our Podbean invoice. Um, One billion. But yeah, I, I hope everyone's still enjoying listening I, I think we're still having fun doing um i mean there's really like unlimited topics to talk about that's that's why like i like how we structured ours to where it's not it's it's not like we're not labeled around a one sports thing. podcast or specifically a movie podcast well we dude i think about, our sports like, thing we want with our fantasy football updates i think those were our best episodes every week when we did those you know i mean i think we should bring those back this year yeah i don't i don't uh get a hint of sarcasm at all in that well, i mean all you got to know for this upcoming fantasy football season is my entire team is about to get <laughs> pounded by injuries and i'm going to come in last place again so that's about all you need to know that was kind of we were talking about how crazy it is that we're at this is number 76 right episode 76 I think this will I think, be 77 in in two years and i was kind of thinking i was like man we've cranked out a lot of episodes but i kind of forgot that for a long time there we were doing at least an episode per week on fantasy not two and sometimes doing two episodes a right. week because we do one on fantasy and one on like the ocean or something and like we would do like crank out like two a week which is fun but we just like there, that's there's that's no lot. need for like i think that's we did lot. it the first time because we only did that one year and we were like yeah, maybe we don't need to do a fantasy recap every week yeah. because people can go online and look at the scores right, and right. and see how their team's doing. Maybe we could do like a, I think we started to do like a quarterly. We're like, yeah, yeah. you know, these last four weeks in the NFL season mm-hmm. and a f- fantasy, all of our teams got ass raped, so <laughs> we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, well, and I think it just became it became a little exhausting after a while. Like I think that first season because we did do, I'm pretty sure we did a podcast per week for every week of the yeah. season, I think. And we were just like kind of tapped out by the end of it. It was like, well, I'm kind of sick of we, talking about this. We'd get to it and we're like, like let's just do like a 30-minute yeah, episode. Let's, just, like, let's, let's just crank through it. Let's talk about the NFL recap and let's just move on. Um, I I have been really enjoying – I mean, I know like it's, – it's, it's funny. Like I like podcast episodes like this where we just kind of flip on the mics and go and just kind of talk about whatever – but then I also like it when we have a topic to kind of stick to. And I think it gives it just a little bit of structure to where we can still go off on our tangents and ramble Which about other stuff. But it always brings us back to like, hey, keep in mind we're still talking about this and we're talking, right. we're going through our well, notes or we're going through this list or I think, whatever it is. I think I like – I mean, we had the shooting the shit episodes where it was kind of, you know, like, the, like you said, we're just sitting here talking. We don't have a yeah. specific topic tonight to talk about – but I like, I mean, having the topic is great, but I'm fine to just be like, yo, this is our topic and let's just see where it fucking goes. Yeah. Like I, I don't, sometimes it's like, you know, I'll do some research if I want to like pinpoint certain things, but other things I'm like, you know what? People don't want to hear me talk about history. They can go read a history book or, you know, watch a fucking 30 minute video and enjoy it way more than listening to me talk about it. Yeah. And so it's I, like, I'd rather just tell you my opinion on what it is or what i feel like and think about certain things yeah and, and i i get that but i just can't roll into something especially on a topic that i'm not like considered even remotely an expert in like the episodes that i don't have to come prepared with any research is like you know 
college football podcast, NFL podcast, NBA, stuff like that. Most of the movie ones, like I don't really have to have research with me. I, a lot of times I do. But like if we're going to talk about artificial intelligence or time travel or fucking the Egyptian pyramids or something, yeah, I, I want to come with some research because I don't want to just flip the mics on and be like, yeah, man, pyramids are crazy. And you're like, yeah, they're so crazy. How'd they make those? I'm like, I don't know. But see, that's, like, that's, that's the thing, that's though, all, is all we say. nobody knows how, like, the pyramids were created, right? Like, pe- architects are sitting there going, how the fuck did we? Like, we don't know how we built them. Speaking of this, I saw Joe Rogan, like, short on YouTube. And you might have seen it where they – maybe I sent it to you guys in the, the Instagram uh, message. But it's like – Joe wrote, there's, there's a conspiracy theory out there that we're like a second generation human being. Like, hmm. there was a civiliz- like civilization before was so technologically advanced, and that's when, like, the pyramids were made and everything, and then it was just wiped out and we restarted. But, like, certain things were left over because you couldn't destroy them. That's actually, I think, Graham Hancock's theory. Um, I, oddly enough, I'm listening to the Duncan Trussell episode. I, I was listening to that on the way over here, and I'm like, 16 minutes in and they're already talking about that dude <laughs> and I, mean, I think it's called like the is it younger dryas impact theory and it's basically the idea that which i think is very believable i mean i don't know anything about this kind of stuff but it makes a lot of sense to me that like the reason why we have some of these things left over like written works or structures like the pyramids um the reason why we have some of that stuff left over that we're kind of baffled by is that maybe human society was far more advanced and intelligent than we give them credit for X amount of years ago and that we were wiped out by whatever it might be, maybe an asteroid impact or a, a plague or something and we had to like start from scratch basically and there's some of these things get left over each time it's a really interesting idea and it seems totally I mean, plausible to me I mean, I mean think about like what we're taught right, we, the human race we went from these we evolved from apes slowly and we learn how to you know start fire like that was like the big thing they're like fire and it's like they probably didn't even say fire they're just like oh <laughs> and like they knew what that meant but it's like so we went from that to where we are today but somewhere in the middle there people think that like a civilization could have been wiped out that was more advanced than we are right now like yeah i mean well what's to stop us from thinking about that i think we talked about this a little bit on one of those pyramid podcasts we did, and I was saying it makes a lot of sense to me, man, because if you think about... Or aliens. How... Well, yeah. That's the shit that I love talking about. And by the way, that reminds me. I'm going to get into something here in a second. Um, if you think about how long how long a time frame we're talking about with like how long the Earth has been around and how long human beings or our predecessors you know our our ancestors have been on earth i mean we're talking tens of thousands if not i don't know what the number is that they think how long humans have been around but a hundred thousand years or something like that it's a really long fucking time and then beyond beyond the time frame that human beings have been here you have literally tens of millions hundreds of millions of years that the earth has been here and there's been different forms of life on here and it's like who who knows what was going on on this planet 50 million years ago. I mean, all we can well, do is guess based on fossils and shit like that. But if you think about it, when, you're, what, when you're talking about the effects of like wind erosion, water erosion, sand, 
I mean, like, over you can the talk course about the tectonic of plates, literally, moving. yeah, over the course of literally millions of years, how much evidence would there really be of any sort of civilization? Not much. Well, you think about I mean? it though, like. So that's that's why it's frustrating. We just have these little tiny glimpses into like, okay, well, this is the only thing that's left over from the civilization, and we can just make guesses right. as to what they possibly were doing and what kind of things they had available, what kind well, of technology they had. That's one thing that like fascinates me with like dinosaur talk because what they say like the most recent dinosaur was like sixteen and a half million years ago or whatever, or like the croc. You could count like an alligator or crocodile or like certain turtles. Yeah, because those birds are those are all descendants dinosaurs, of dinosaurs, and they're the yeah, closest yeah, relatives. And I go, species, yeah. So we're finding these fossils, and then people are like, "Oh, that was a herbivore," and I'm like, "How do you fucking know?" <laughs> and they're like, "Well, we see its teeth and the way its bone structure is," and I'm like, "What?" How? Like so, and I don't want to you know dive into this, but like. If you were a vegan and I'm not, and we both die and we're laying next how to each other, they're going to be like, yeah. this was a vegan and this was not. And it's like, yeah, yeah. how do you tell? How are you going to tell? Like, does your bone density change? Because like, really, I think the only way you could tell while we're alive is to like study our actual biology, like take blood samples or right. study your heart rate right. or whatever and be like, oh, this, all of these vital signs usually indicate someone who is on a all plant diet or something. Right. Like these are more indicative or you're, of you're someone low who's on in a your meat. vitamin yeah. B, D, they can, C. You can you measure as, iron levels and right. calcium and shit like that. How the fuck do you tell that from a skeleton? Well, and then, <laughs> like, I sit there and I go, people are like, well, maybe it's because of their teeth. And, you know, like, we have flat molars and those mm. aren't for, like, ripping meat apart, right? Like, yeah. do, all of dogs' teeth are really sharp. So yeah. why do we give them hard food to crunch? Yeah. Right? Like, that to me isn't the right thing to do. I mean, it's, yeah. it's really all you can do unless you've got fucking billions of dollars to pay for wet right. dog food. Right. But, like, we have, you know, sharp teeth to cut and tear meat because that's what we were built to do. But we also have molars to soften it. Like, yeah. horse, I, horse teeth, I think, are the same as ours, like in the structure at least. And they're herbivores i mean some of them like i've seen a video of a horse eating a chicken um to that point you were making there's i so you know how most people's interpretation at least my main interpretation of what dinosaurs look like comes from jurassic park right right it's the most popular like envisioning of dinosaurs that we have right. to look at um I saw something recently, and I haven't seen the newest Jurassic World. I want to say they kind of incorporated this a little bit into the new one, just judging on the trailer. But supposedly they think, I don't know if it's all species of dinosaur or maybe some of them used to have feathers. And that's why it makes more sense that, that chickens are like descend birds right, are birds descendants are. of dinosaurs because they're covered in feathers. Well, And that's why I like alligators and, I was, and stuff because of scales because yeah. scales are like a sort of feather. Right. But I was wondering, I'm like, how do you, to go back to your point, how do you, how, do how you can know? you look at a fossil and deduce that it once had feathers? I don't understand how they get there. Like, how, how do you, how can that, you tell? That would be like, you know, and I a, guess, I guess feathers could leave, well, no, I guess wings have, there's bones in the wings, but like, how could you tell something was covered in feathers? Because feathers don't leave fossils. Do they? I mean, you you might find a fossil here and there of a feather. Yeah, right? I like guess it technically just got anything perfectly could be preserved, fossil, but fossilized. But but like, I yeah. just wonder, like, how you know this is just goes to my ignorance of of how they and what's it? Um, 
like carbon dating is how they yeah. figure out how old a lot of this stuff is. Does anyone really know other than scientists and archaeologists? I have how that no works? clue how carbon dating works. Like, how do they? I don't understand how that works at all. I yeah, would love I. to dive into. How <laughs> like, well, the carbon back then had a density of this. I'm like, oh, how did you know that the carbon back then had a exactly? Like, like how are you arriving at this? Like, they, there's a lot of. It's funny how have you ever thought about if you're learning a type of math or something or, or it's some sort of. No, I don't learn math science. anymore. <laughs> well, when you used to, when you were in count school, money and that's it. There's a lot of things that when you're being taught a subject, especially a scientific subject or a mathematical subject. There's a lot of uh, constants that they tell you. They're like, okay, you can learn how to figure out this equation because we know this is always this or whatever. Like A plus or A squared plus B squared will always equal C squared. Yeah. And do you ever like, I mean, you always take that information. You go, oh, okay, so I know this is a constant. That's always this. Now when I see that pop up here, I can kind of figure out this equation because I know what this is already. Or I know that these things behave this way when combined because that's just a common thing that we right. know happens every it's time. It's because we tested it. Yeah. We tested but the theory. A lot of those is like, how did the first guy figure that out? Well, do you know what I mean? I had the same conversation, <laughs> but kind of like a different... It makes sense now that it's being retaught every time because we know well, through because, proven but we testing don't. that it always works that way. But like, who was the first guy to be like, nope, it always works this way. So from now on, when we teach this... Go on this assumption every Someone time. Someone that society either thought very highly of or looked really down upon because they were like that guy. Like you, you rolled into who you thought was the smartest guy's hut or whatever when they thought of this and was like, well, guess what? Your equation needed the sigma. And the guy's like, well, fuck you. And then, you know. But I thought about, I talked to my parents about this in the same, it's the same idea. But like who was walking through the forest and was like, oh, look at that yellow hanging fruit. I'm going to go ahead and grab one and eat it. I I'm, I'm always fascinated. Who by who, that. who was like, oh, I'm gonna go grab Foods that red berry and yeah. eat it, and then they end up dying. And his friend was like, well, let's try this red berry because it's not the same as that one. Right. Oh, this is really good. Nothing happens to him. So they're like, don't eat that red berry. Right. Eat that red berry, and then they come across a third red berry, and they're like, I don't know who's gonna try this yeah. red berry. I don't know. I haven't seen this red berry before. See, and then there's because that's why I'm always curious about that too. Because if it's up to me and I see one guy eat a red berry and die, I'm like, well, I'm never eating a red berry right. ever. But again. then you could eat; <laughs> they could eat the blackberry or the the yeah, blueberry, yeah. and they die again. And you're like, well, fuck. And then you see blueberries or you see blackberries, right, right. and you know, I love blackberries, and I'd be like, oh, those are so good. But you see the guy die that ate the blackberry off of a different plant, and you're like, well, fuck, I can't. <laughs> what do I do? And then somebody was like, I got it. I got I, it. I did see a joke recently. It was talking about that concept, but with mushrooms. And it was like, man, the first people to try all of the different types of mushrooms that they found growing in the woods, it was a real hit or miss because you never know if one of them's good for cooking with one of them's good for like medicinal purposes or one of them's going to make gonna you see you. God, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like actually see God, like you're going to die. It's really true. Yeah, and some of them will just straight up kill you. It's like, right. okay, well, these are all the same thing based on what I'm just looking at. But one of them, if I eat it, I like morph into another dimension. Another one, <laughs> and when I eat it and I don't move because I'm dead. <laughs> right, it paralyzes me for eight hours or something. Like that must have been a real shit show. Trying and this, to this one, out I throw on my bison rich. that we hunted down on right. the prairie. Everyone's right. like, "What?" And you're like, yeah. "Bro." So speaking of that type of shit and the alien stuff. Um, are you a fan of the Predator franchise? Honestly, I don't think I've ever watched a Predator movie. Really? I was going to say, they just came out on Hulu. There's a brand new Hulu original called Prey. 
and it's a prequel to the Predator franchise, and it's basically set roughly 300 years ago, and it's a Predator arriving on Earth and going on a hunting spree and, and basically fighting Comanches, and it's fucking badass. It's really cool. So, oh, that's uh, that. Okay, I've seen the preview for that. Yeah, so it just kind of reminded me we were talking about aliens. We were talking about you know bison and the prairie and all this kind of stuff. So movie recommendation for the episode is, is Prey. But going back to the same thing, who was like, oh, this animal looks fluffy and nice. And you yeah. went up, like some dude like went up to a lion and like pet it, and all of a sudden it was dead. And everyone in the village was like, so those are bad cats. <laughs> and then they rolled up to like a turtle, and everyone was like, killed a turtle. And then the friendly turtle like came walking up by its friend and was like, What'd you do that for? Dude, I really, anytime I watch stuff like that, I try to put myself in the shoes of what it would be like to live back then, like be a person who existed. It'd be terrifying. And I I think my lucky stars that I exist in the year 2022 in the United States. But then again, if you you lived back back then, you wouldn't know. Well, true, but still, I think... Those people knew how hard their life was. It's not like they were under any illusions when they woke up in the morning. They, well, were they could have been if they were the mushroom guy. Well, I guess that guy had it good. <laughs> He's, He's like, well, guys. He just sat around and invented religion or while like he got really high. Or like smoking shit. Who thought of like, hey, oh, this yeah, weed, yeah. Like, like, let's smoke this one. And or they sl- just, yeah, grind up a bunch of herbs right. and then light it on fire. Well, and then like some of it is, is medicinal in nature and then other stuff is only like, to I mean, get you like, high. And like poppy seeds, you can eat poppy seeds and not get, you know, it's such a small amount. Yeah. That, of what opium that comes from it mm-hmm. but then if you are smart and you know how to use poppy seeds you can literally make opium and yeah. then become a massive drug addict yeah same like cocaine it comes from a plant all, all drugs come from plants that's the crazy thing is right but some some dude was like yo so if you take <laughs> this leaf and you grind it down and then you throw like right. oil on top of right. it and you like grind it down and then you do this yeah. and this and then we and roll then it up and then you light right. it on fire or you snort it. Well, right, yeah. And people are like, what do you mean snort it? And they're like, you do that, and then you're just like ready to go the rest of the day, and it's just going to be great. And yeah, everyone's who, like, That is a what? really good question. Is like, who was the first person to try all of those different things, and did they seem like complete fucking lunatics to everyone else around them? Yeah. Like, you imagine like, the first guy rolling up some sort of plant and lighting it on fire and, and like inhaling the smoke. Everyone was probably staring at him like, what are you doing, man? Like, right. He goes, I don't know, but I like, feel I don't great. know, but I feel wonderful. You guys should try this. They're like, he's going to die. And then he wakes up the next day. He's like, yeah, Actually, you guys should try that I'm going to go find some more of that yeah. shit. <laughs> but then some guy's like, well, I'm going to go smoke that plant instead. And they're and like rolling dies. up poison ivy or something. Yeah. And they're like smoking poison yeah. ivy. And they're trying to itch. They're like. He breaks out in hives. And Dude, then could you imagine convulses. if you smoked poison ivy? You know, like if you touch it, you break out in hives. And yeah. you're really itchy. So if you smoke poison ivy, does that like make your internal body like itchy? I don't know. That like, sounds like torture. Could you imagine Literal your lungs torture. itching and you're like, I can't do it. I just can't. You're oh, like, Jesus. Oh, yeah. But but someone did it. You got to think someone out there probably did it. Oh, someone's pretty much tried anything. I think someone has tried to eat mostly everything and someone's tried to fuck mostly everything. Right. And that, just, just that knowing, also brings you to the next point is like knowing the ocean. human beings like we've tried someone at some point has tried pretty much all of that stuff. Right. So like think about that then. We like calamari, right? But like, oh yeah, who rolled into the ocean and was just like, yeah, I got an octopus today. We're gonna eat this shit. I I can tell you for sure it wouldn't have been me if I existed back Bro, then. Well, if I saw that in the ocean, I'm like, I'm Ey. not a seafood guy, and none of that stuff really ever sounds appealing to me. So I definitely wouldn't be the first dude to just spear a fucking. Dude, octopus imagine being be like, the f- I'm gonna eat this. Imagine being the first dude to see a shark. You're like, oh look at this fish. And all oh like, god, and you're like, oh terrifying. Yeah, dude. we never saw Terry again after that day. Bro, I saw this fucking video the other day. 
this guy is swimming. So there's someone's someone's filming him, and they're under the water, and he's swimming. He's got like the flippers and the goggles and stuff. I think he's maybe like snorkeling, but he's kind of he's swimming down underneath the surface a little bit. And anyway, there's this shark coming up from beneath him, like big ass fucking shark. He sees it. He kind of flips around, turns around, and puts his hands on the nose of the shark and just pushes it away, and it swims off. I was like, dude. Yeah, and there, it's like green water that you can't really see yeah, shit in. Yeah, yeah. I've like, seen that. That is video. a fucking I think they were ballsy move. Yeah, and I mean, no, no. I guess that maybe if you know sharks, maybe that's a real effective way. Because you know how they say well, if, if you, you poke them in the eyes or whatever, they'll supposedly leave you Well, alone they have or, a very sensitive nose because it's like a sensor. Oh, but okay. So you can literally is, paralyze but. sharks by, like, I don't know if you're going to be able to do it to them. But, like, if you, can, if you grab a shark by its nose and you rotate it so it's belly up, it literally paralyzes the shark. Weird. Like dead in its tracks. Like a great white, like a megalodon could be attacking you and you're just like, Bloop. and then the megalodon's just like. <laughs> of course, you got to flip something uh, that megalodon, weighs yeah. like the, as much you know as it's possible. You know what's terrifying about that? I was watching a video on how people still believe megalodons exist. Oh, yeah. And I'm I like, used to be obsessed with megalodons when I was a I'm kid. I'm like, I'm 100% sure megalodons still exist. Um, another fucking crazy shark video I saw the other day. This is why I. So Ty has asked me periodically. I don't have. Here's my thing. I'm not particularly scared of the ocean. I'm scared of what's in the ocean. And like you're very, scared of what you can't see. Yeah, very very dark bodies of water that I don't I can't see the bottom. I can't see what's swimming beneath me. That freaks me out cuz I don't have a problem. It's not the water that scares me. I can swim. Right. I'm not I'm not scared of drowning. I'm just scared of like Stuff that's way better at swimming than I am. Can you imagine if you couldn't swim, the swallowing me? The lifeguard sees like a six four, like two hundred fifty pound man. Oh yeah, that'd be and a, he's like an eighteen year old kid who weighs yeah. like one hundred and twenty pounds. He's like, he's like well, I'm no, gonna, he's gonna die on my watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna earn this pre workout that I fucking took this morning. No, I saw this dude. So, so Taya has asked me before if I would go get in one of those cages and go like shark. What is it called? It's like uh, diving it's like with sharks, diving. I guess. Just like cage diving. Yeah. yeah. And I, for a while, I was like considering it. I was like, eh, I might. You might be able to talk me into it. And then I saw this video the other day that slammed the door on that. It was at the glass. Forever. It was basically this dude's in one of those cages. I'm not talking like a full on steel cage, sturdy looking motherfucker. And this great white gets up a bunch of steam from underneath and comes plowing up from the bottom and fucking rips this cage like in half. His mouth comes through the cage. The cage splits. And if this dude was like two feet to his left, would have gotten straight up swallowed by a great white. I got to see this video because I feel like I don't believe that. Dude, I mean, I've seen I've seen the one where the shark jumped out of the water and landed in and was in the cage with oh them. Oh, my God. Yeah. It like got in and then oh you see like blood God. because, you know, the shark's like hurting itself because it's freaking out. It's yeah, trying to figure yeah. out. Well, it's like now I'm and stuck. So in then here, if so. you're the person on the boat, you're like, oh, there's blood like it's eating them. And, but you're like, what are you going to do? What are you, uh, what are you going to do? You, I don't and know. Then the, the shark like got out, and everybody holy like surfaced. Shit, was like, dude. "Holy shit! Did you see that?" And everyone's like, "Is everybody okay?" And everyone's like, "Yeah, we're fine." So the guy in the cage was fine. The, everyone in the cage is fine. The holy shark was like bleeding shit, though because it like dude. I think it like, caught a gill on part of the and it was oh, you know, panicking. That's just. And then there was the so video much. recently of a guy that was in a full glass. It was it wasn't a full glass cage, but I think it was like glass bottom and walls. And a great white did the same thing. It was right through the glass. And, and luckily, it didn't, like, shatter the glass. It just pushed it. So, it, like, the pushed the glass pin, against the, the yeah. diver, and the shark, like, went by. Dude. But I'm the same way. Like, I'll jump in the ocean, 
And if I can't see the bottom, I'll look down if I have goggles on and then be like, okay, get me out. Like I did this once. I'm okay (laughs) not to do it again. I'm fine with sailing through it. Like whatever, like, you know, my mind's going to sit there and run amok. Like when I was a little kid on my first cruise and I was on the front of the cruise ship, you know, doing the whole Titanic thing. Yeah, because you got to do that when you're a little kid. I I thought to myself, I'm like, there could be a 300-foot wave 300 yards in front of me, and I can't see it. Yeah. And I'm going to be the first person that knows that this shit's about to hit us because I'm going to be on the front of the boat. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could take some uh, catharsis in the fact that you would be dead pretty much instantaneously. But... Well, no, not if we got to go up it. Like if it ha- if it wasn't crashing oh, I, yet, I you know. See, but there's see, like a 300 foot wall of water. I was you saying, know, if like it's rolling. crashing into the front of the boat, you're dead. No, if it's a like rolling wave, and I'm like on the front, could you imagine being the like the captain up in like the captain's the whole nest? And he goes, "Holy shit!" And he goes, "Holy shit!" There's a kid on the front of the boat, and they're like watching, and all of a sudden they're like looking up at me, and I'm like hanging on, I'm like ah! <laughs> almost flipping completely over. And then all of a sudden the boat's like coming down, and I'm like. <laughs> Imagine one of those waves like an interstellar on that that planet they land on where like every seven or every hour they're there is like seven years back home or Dude, whatever. It makes me Remember think, like that yeah. they think they think it's oh, a mountain the mountains. at first and he's like, Those aren't mountains, those are waves. It's yeah. Like, Fuck me. So that water was what, knee deep, maybe waist yeah. deep? Yeah. So that like Yeah. Imagine how terrifying that oh, is. Oh my god. To like see, I've been in big waves, like what I thought yeah. was big ten plus foot waves before playing around in Hawaii. My mom was freaking out because, like, I was getting pulled back. Oh, yeah. Like, well, that's that's what's really scary about being – if you – because I've done that, too, when I was younger. Where you, where you kind of – you want to go out a little bit further than what everyone's telling you to go out. And you'll start getting kind of pummeled by waves. And you're kind of trying to see, like, oh, I can withstand this or whatever. But the problem is you get smacked backwards and then yanked mm-hmm. the other right. way as you it's, like, coming out. You get pushed towards safety and yeah, then it's, and like – and then <laughs> pulled back out. And then that's when you kind of start – I was listening to some Dude, podcasts the other day and they were – they were telling a couple stories about where they got caught in. They call them riptides, right? Riptides, yeah. And they're like, it's really scary. Well, I got caught in a riptide. So riptide is when I think two waves come in from different sides and they mm. go in, and then it's two like and then it like sucks currents. everything back out. Yeah. So where we were playing, we were told try not to go near it because that you could see on this beach where waves were doing the same thing, but it made bigger waves. Uh. I was only in water in my waist, but then all of a sudden these waves would come in, and I'm you know. It's over your head. I'm like 30 yeah. feet in the air is what it yeah. felt like. And I'm a, I was, I'm a pretty good swimmer. Yeah. You know, now I got a lot of buoyancy. I'm going to float like, great. You know, I'm good. But I was a really good swimmer back then. And all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah. And I'm like feet on the ground. And all of a sudden, I'm like, holy shit, the sand's getting really far away. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I'm going back. And then I got out and I was like, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Like, that's how people – it's not – like the current that I mean it drowns people it's just you get so tired that your body's like I can't do this well and I guess I've never thankfully I've never been caught in one of those but what is the advice is it is it not to fight back against it just let it take you out and then try and swim I really don't know what sideways and kind of come back in because it almost seems like it would be worthwhile for you instead of fighting against it to just keep yourself afloat and let it just take you where it's going to take you. And then once you're not in that tide anymore, kind of just swim your way out of I it think, somewhere. I think people would tell you that, but there you can get worried about the undertow, which is the one that will mm. like take your feet away. Mm. Because there's like the undertow, which is like what you have to worry about, like rivers and stuff, where the yeah. surface doesn't look like it's moving very fast. Yeah. But underneath the water could just suck you under and keep you there because it's yeah. just like so strong. But it's like, yeah, at one one point, you could probably get past, like, the tidal barrier of, like, this is where the waves are crashing. Yeah. To where you're like, okay, I can tread water out here. Mm -hmm. I mean, mean, eventually, you'll float away. Like, you'll just disappear into the ocean. But 
if people are like, hey, he's out there, he's just floating, someone could probably get on a jet ski and yeah. get to you. Because it almost, I don't know what the, I'd be curious to look up what the actual advice is if you get stuck in something like that. Because it seems like, it seems right. to me like it'd be more worthwhile to just be like, okay, I'm just going to let it take me where it's going to take me. And I'm going to just, you know, each time you get hit with a wave, hold your breath, pop back up and just try and stay up. Right. But don't, don't waste any trend. energy trying to swim back in because well, you're just going to lose. I know, I don't know if it was a video. Maybe it was a Navy SEAL video I was watching, of course, like the limited release that we could get. And they like made the the cadets or, or the, the people who are trying out, they're like, okay, you can only tread water with your feet. Oh, yeah. So you had to sit there. and But that's such a good strategy. If you learn how to tread water with your feet for 30 minutes yeah. and then you go to your arms for 30 minutes without your legs. You can kind of conserve energy. You can conserve that bit, energy yeah. and, and not tire yourself out. Whereas like some people, like if you're panicking, thinking you're going to drown, you're kicking, you're right. flapping your arms and you're like. You're just wasting so much energy. You're wasting so yeah. much energy and you could really like. I've, I've calmly stayed afloat before where I just like. It's like one swift movement every yeah. 30 seconds to a minute yeah. and you can just stay afloat right and it's like you yeah just chill i've out. uh it's kind of funny do you know a lot of people who can't swim i know only a couple people in my life that either can't swim or are very very poor swimmers and my anytime i talk to someone like that i'm very interested to learn how because to me you know how when people who don't know how to swim they they get in water and then they start flailing right i'm like basically Maybe not swimming, but staying afloat is just organized flailing. <laughs> That's all it is. Right. You just need to organize your flailing in a downward motion to keep yourself up instead of just, you know, doing all this extra stuff above think, the, the surface of the water. That's not actually helping you at all. I think the only it couple people it, that I know that didn't know how to swim, I always recommended. I was like, maybe you don't have to go take swim lessons. But maybe you should take like a lesson on how to survive in a right. water situation. At least keep yourself afloat. Tread water. Maybe you should learn Treading how to water, tread yeah. water and where you can't touch, so you understand what you need to do if you ever go overboard. Right. Because, I mean, your natural instinct will kick in. Like I don't think there's very many people out there that like, you would f- jump into a lake or, or say you fall off a boat into a lake and you can't swim. That you're just gonna go straight down. <laughs> you're not going to. You're gonna pop back yeah. up because you have air in your lungs. Yeah. So you're gonna have enough to come back up. But there definitely there definitely are people who would drown if they fell into a body of water like that and didn't have anyone to pull them out. Oh yeah. Oh. Like 100%. they're not gonna be able. They maybe could stay afloat for a couple minutes, but they're gonna go down. Which is that, a terrifying, that must be a fucking thought, terrifying, like, terrifying feeling. Yeah. I mean. But to me, you know, to you and people like you and me who I've been swimming since I was a little kid. I'm not worried about it. You know, if it's a no, lake, I mean, like, whatever. I can I can swim around out here for a while. Right. It's, it's not a big deal. Just but what's going to eat me. Yeah, that's the that part that fucks with me. It's like, I'm not worried about drowning. I'm just worried about getting swallowed up by something. See, I'm not like, I don't know. I'm not too worried about anything in the ocean because I don't ever see myself being in 6,000 feet of water where I can't see the bottom. Like, just chilling on my own. Yeah. Like, if I do that, I'm jumping right off of a boat and I'm going to be able to turn around and get it back on the boat. Where if something is truly down there that we can't see around us then I wasn't meant to survive anyways. Like, this was God being like, yo, this is your deathbed. Like, we're, yeah. just jump in the, the water. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And also, everyone's like, where'd he go? And everyone's like, I don't know. Like, he's Dude, gone. That, does that not give you... I have, like, in the back of my brain, like, the hair stands up on my neck when I think about being just, just treading water in the middle of the ocean and there's just something underneath me some big predatory monster just coming so up look at that thing to eat me and i'm just sitting there just oh my god 
fucking freaks me out. I mean, out, I can't it freaks you out, it. but I think, like, say you were on a flight over, like, the Pacific, right? And it crashed in the middle of nowhere. Okay, you, now you're in the, the middle of an ocean, and you're, like, f- on a life raft. Like, you're like, okay, I'm on a life raft. I'd be almost more terrified being on the life raft than in the water. Because, like... I feel like I'm going to die faster on the life raft or maybe I'll die more painfully on the life raft than in the water. Like if something is going to eat me in the middle of the ocean, just get it over with. Just kill me quickly. Well, see, that's the thing that freaks me out is like you, you hear all these stories about people getting attacked by sharks and they don't kill you immediately. Like they'll swim well, they, by and they just, don't like just the taste rip of your, your fucking leg off. too salty. And then you're just going to slowly bleed out in the ocean with one leg. Like, that but, sounds terrifying. But like at the same time, I also, and again, we're, I'm not a marine biologist. I don't know migration patterns or where these animals are, right? But humans, and I got to think it's the same for, for the ocean in, in a certain way, we build our civilization around water because it's, a, it's essential to our life, right? But then we also need to have food sources, but water is a great source of food. Same with the oceans, right? Reefs and everything, full of life. Middle of the Pacific Ocean, what's going to survive out there? But that's the terrifying thing is you're like, I don't know if I'll see anything. I don't think I'll see a fish because there's it, we're in too deep of water for yeah. anything to be Because really, you're right. Chances are nothing swimming underneath you. Right. Or chances are that's where the big shit is. <laughs> that when the blue whale's going from California to Hawaii, and yeah. all of a sudden the megalodon's like... <laughs> And everyone's like, dude, yeah. I saw, I follow, it's just an Instagram page called Sea, just the Sea, basically. They post so much cool shit about the ocean because I am endlessly fascinated by it. I just, it scares me. But there was an aerial shot of, it's a blue whale that's the biggest, yeah, the biggest animal, right? And it was like swimming by and it was an aerial shot. And it was from, it must have been a drone or something because it wasn't that much further off the, like 50 feet above the surface of the ocean or something. But, God, that video itself put into perspective how big those fucking things are. Like, right? You, you see diagrams all the time where they'll have, you know how they always have the human, like a little tiny human, and they'll be for scale. Right. Here's this thing compared to a six-foot-tall man or whatever. Um, but you're like, okay, it's it, yeah, it looks big or whatever. But you, it's just a diagram. But you see it in person, and it's like, how can any animal even get that big? It doesn't even seem right. realistic. It seems fake. Well, and and to think that that eats like krill. That's the part that I don't. I've never really been able to wrap my head around. Is how is it able to sustain itself from these tiny little things? Dude, they that it must eats? be packed with fucking <laughs> proteins and vitamins. Like those fuckers are. Well, either that, or they must just consume like literally hundreds of thousands of them a day. Billions. Probably. Other than that, I don't understand how they have enough fuel to like survive. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. To me. You would think those things would be swimming around, like eating sharks and you know what's crazy too to think about dolphins and stuff. I don't know if it's a blue whale or if it's the humpback whale. Can't swallow anything bigger than like a grapefruit. So people are like, "Oh, whale's gonna swallow you!" Like, there's the video of a kayaker almost being engulfed, I think, by a humpback whale on his kayak. And you know, people are like freaking out, and I'm like, "Listen, the whale's gonna realize something's in its mouth that it shouldn't have, and it's just gonna spit you out." Oh, because you're saying like. Like they, it's, their throat its literally mouth not, is really big, but right, the throat, but the throat is like oh, will only let stuff right. In so it's like humans, right? Yeah, you could right. fit five hundred marshmallows in your mouth, but you, but you might only swallow those, yeah. three at a time. Yeah, right. So I think it's the same. I don't like I said. I don't know if it's a humpback or the blue whale, but one of them can only swallow something as big as a grapefruit. So if you go into the, the mouth of one, you're gonna get spit out when it realizes, oh shit, I can't swallow this. Yeah, I mean, 
it's reassuring now, but if you're in the mouth of a whale, I'd probably be still be shitting my pants. <laughs> I'd shit my pants too, but at the same time, as soon as I got out, I'd be like, I would just was in the Dude, whale mouth. Could you that would imagine? be the greatest fucking story. That's that was what I was just about to say. That would be you would have the all time unless, it's, unless story. it's like a killer whale, because then you're not getting out of its mouth because those yeah. fuckers will just shred you to pieces. But if you live and you're fine and unscathed, you have yeah. you have from now until eternity the coolest story at any like, party. I was almost eaten by a whale but it, it, thankful that this big ass animal can't swallow a grape yeah and it's like imagine anytime there's some sort of an icebreaker game like tell us a fun fact about yourself you're like well i was swallowed by a whale well i was, I was, I was almost, almost swallowed, swallowed by a whale, by a whale. And i was like what and you're like, yeah i know it's yeah i know cool. and then one guy's like well this one time and you're like yeah fuck off there's always that good. one fucking guy Oh, bro, my cousin actually did get swallowed by a whale. Oh, yeah. my, my cousin's best friend. And then it spit him back up. He lived. Well, no, he cut. He carved out. He, cu- he carved he, out of the he, belly. He carved his way out of the stomach. like, yeah. And then his he? friend got swallowed by the same whale and got shot out of his blowhole. Like, okay. It went like 100 feet in the sky. And it'd be like, sick. Sure. Okay. Like, what kind of whale did he get swallowed by that could shoot people. a human being out of a blowhole? I hate those Imagine people. being a whale like, fuck. And the human goes, <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. So they're mammals, right? So yeah. they can't breathe underwater. So what that blowhole is, is like it's... it's. Well, they can breathe underwater. They can't breathe underwater. Well, that's, did I say breathe? You said breathe. Yeah, breathe. Um, no, they, they're they breeding. <laughs> Humpback whales are up in the air they, Don't they sex. say... Don't they... Well, never mind. I was, I was just about to say something that I thought was a fact, but I think it's definitely a joke. Well, let's hear it. Never mind. No, let's hear it. Well, because don't they... I think it's it's... Half a fact and half a joke I heard. Someone was saying, like, the reason why the ocean tastes salty is because of all the whale sperm. Oh, no. That's a, <laughs> yeah, that's a joke. That's what I was just about to say. But there is an actual fact that there's, like, a preposterous amount of whale sperm in the ocean. Like, when well, they yeah. ejaculate, it's a tremendous amount I mean, <laughs> of ejaculate. I mean, so think about I mean, the largest animal. That's, on that's, the, that's, that's half, half a fact and half a joke, I think. They're, they're well, taking, yeah, think of how much water's in the ocean. There's not that many whales. Yeah, but it's a lot of jizz, though. <laughs> it's a big fucking whale. <laughs> yeah. Dude, imagine giving birth to, like, a school bus. Yeah, Jesus. Fuck. Yeah, and then having to feed that thing. <laughs> yeah, how much? The mom's like, oh, I got to eat so much. Something the size of a school bus eat. A lot. Damn. Yeah. I was just about to say something right before we got, or like kind of towards the end of this little ocean tangent we've been on. But See, this is why, is. like, you know, we talked about, um, fuck, can't think of the episode. We talked about, like, maybe, like, our concepts and ideas, like aliens kind of, how, like, people think aliens created the world. Like, when you think of a whale, right, or, like, even human beings, what created something so complex? Like, literally nothing on this earth is simple. If you, if you truly, oh, it's all incredibly complex, If you truly yeah. sat down, right, and you looked at everything, you'd be like, every single thing on this earth is complex. Well, and just how nature, not even, like, don't even consider animals or humans at all. Just plants and like rivers and oceans and the rain like the weather and all that kind of right, stuff like how all of the water gets eventually recycled goes through this whole cycle where it evaporates and gathers in the clouds I mean, that's one back down fucking fascinating thing right crazy man is all the water on the earth will never leave earth like it's, it's not like our water goes in the atmosphere yeah, and then floats into space and goes to the moon it just gets displaced to another location yeah. it goes through a cycle right and it's trying. It's, I mean, that's hard to argue with certain people. They're like, "Oh, we're having a massive drought." I'm like, we are, but like, they're flooding. 
Yeah, well, I mean, like the 70% water of the planet is still just got still moved water. over yeah. there. Yeah. I was like, you know, eventually it's going to move back. That's one of the really... I have always struggled. When I was a kid, I used to ask my mom all the time. I'd be like, Mom, why can't we... If our planet is 70% water, why is anyone... Like, why does anyone ever go thirsty? Why are there ever droughts anywhere? Why don't we just take some of the it's water? clean water that's the issue. Yeah, and she used to always explain to me, like, well, you know, you can't drink the water straight from the ocean. We have to, you know, clean it so that we you, you drink clean, fresh water. And I was like, well, okay, well, we have a way to do that, right? Like, we have machines that can do that. She's like, yeah. I'm like, so why don't we just do that for all the water? <laughs> and she's like, well, I mean, it's really expensive. I'm like, yeah, but money's not real. So right. that's where I get a little caught up where I'm like, Okay, so that's you're telling me that's the hindrance here of we're literally going to let just tens of thousands of people not have enough water when we could just spend a little more of this made-up fucking currency we have to build a machine that can actually get fresh water. Like, who? literally, money is not real. It's just numbers right. we put in ledgers and on computers to keep track of things and, and judge you for how put good value work on you things. It's useful, but it's not real. So right. if you're like, oh, well, the machine to, to clean the water is just too expensive. Like, just throw some more zeros on the fucking computer and build it. Right. It doesn't matter. Like, would you rather die of thirst or be in debt to a, some imaginary thing? Well, it's a government. To me, They're not in debt to anybody. To me, it's just that that has, like, never clicked to me. I'm like, just build it. Who cares how much it costs? The money doesn't exist anyway. It's not real. Well, if you want to make it real, you can just print more. Exactly. And no one will ever know that more was printed. That's what we're doing anyway. So Unless someone was like, by the way, the U.S. is printing $25 trillion. And everyone's like, what for? And they're like, because they're $25 trillion in debt. So they're just going to print right. $25 trillion and hand it to somebody. Yeah. And boom, their debt's paid. That whole thing, man. And I'm in finance and it doesn't make sense to me. Who are we in debt to? You know what I mean? If I you know, they'll kill you. <laughs> there was this concept. I had a, I had a class in college... And I think it was like U.S. government, and somehow we were talking Corrupt. about the U.S. Oh yeah, we were talking about the U.S. debt crisis, which six years ago was still insane, but not as it was insane like 8 as trillion it is. or whatever. Yeah, not as insane as it is now. Isn't it like over thirty trillion now or something? You can pull up the national debt clock. That thing's interesting to look at and depressing. Dude, there's so many numbers on that. So thing. many numbers, and it's just always going up. Always, always, always. Every second. Um. But he, he was saying something that stuck with me to this day. He was saying, listen, there's a concept of let's say you owe the bank money. If you owe the bank money, the bank owns you. Almost 31 oh, trillion. God. 31 trillion. Look at that thing. It's, almost, it's really fascinating to look at. <laughs> yeah, because you have um, no clue what 99% <laughs> of these numbers mean. Um, but he was saying, so if you owe money to the bank, the bank owns you. But if you owe so much money to the bank that the bank fails, if you don't repay your debt, you own the bank. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Because if you think about it on a grand scale, yeah, the U.S. is in all of this debt to, I guess, China and like some other places. I don't know who we're in debt to, really. No, one, no one's ever really able to explain that. Because we're not in debt to anybody. It doesn't make any fucking sense. That's what I mean. It's not real. It's, none of it's real. Um, but if... If we default on that debt and the U.S. economy goes tits up, well, the whole fucking global economy also <laughs> goes tits up. The world goes so tits it's up. like we kind of own the bank. Whoever the bank is in this you know, metaphor, we own the bank because if we don't repay back that well, debt, then the bank's fucked as well. well but, so think about this, right? 
So my mom worked at a credit union for, what, 33 years or something like that? And she goes, when you deposit your paycheck, we don't have a little vault with your cash. Right, right. She right. goes, we take your paycheck, and as soon as someone comes in and is like, I need a $5,000 personal loan, loan shit right out. your paycheck is gone. Yep. You have access to it, but your money is gone. Yeah, they're loaning it out to someone. And so it's one of those things, it's like, okay, how can my money be in two places at once? Yeah, well... I think they're able to loan out. I don't know what the actual dollar amount is, but for every dollar, they're able to loan out like 10 or something. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Which is insane. I don't know how they're able. It's like the biggest fucking pyramid scheme ever, banks. I, like, oh, yeah. You know what I was thinking? If you could, you know how we always play that game of what would you do if you could time travel? I'm like, you should be the first guy to come up with the concept of a bank. You'd be the fucking right. richest person ever. Yeah. Except for back then, you would actually keep the cash on you until you were able to say, give it out. Yeah. So people would yeah. just rob the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's issues that go along with it. But if you're basically... So that was another thing, too. That, and this is actually what got me started and interested in economics and in finance. Is I took a... I think it was just an econ class in high school. And we were studying like the Great Depression, right? As you do. And there's that whole moment where there's a run on the banks, right? Everyone's running to the bank saying, I want to take my money out. The stock market's crashing. The economy's fucked. I need my money. And the bank's like, well, we don't have your money. Right. And everyone's like, what? Like, I have $10,000 in this bank. And they're like, yeah, technically. <laughs> technically, <laughs> but, but not anymore. We're we out of money. Yeah, money. we don't have it right now. So, and I was like, I remember as a high school kid not knowing anything about the bank, like how the banking system works or how because, finance works. Because like, we're what? thinking in our heads, what do you we're mean? Like, like a credit card, right? Like we have plastic yeah. money where yeah. you could. Well, and you're just thinking that, okay, if there's 100 people with 10 grand in the bank, that bank has that amount of money in there at all right. times. But And so all 100 of those people, if they decided to go on one day and all withdraw every penny they have, the bank would be like, here you go. Right. But that's not how it works. Well, but that's they're, like what they're doing is, like you said, they're taking your money and that you've deposited it. and loaning it out times right. ten to make more money to on make it. more money in return on the interest they're charging on right. those loans and yada yada yada. So if everyone decided all at one time to go in and get their money, the bank would be like, "Well, we can pay, we can give twenty five percent of you all your money." Right. But the first twenty five in line, yeah. You the get first twenty five in line, get it, and everyone else, sorry, we don't and, have. And it. if you're twenty six in line, you're sitting there, you know, back in that day, loading your revolver, like, "All right, I gotta kill right. somebody in the middle of the street," <laughs> and it's like, "Fucking." walk out today but the finance system is one of those things that the more you really think about it the less it makes sense <laughs> well but but think about this right if you have say you had a million dollars in cash in your in your savings account right you're obviously living a while you could do yeah. what you want you could have a credit card with a fifty thousand dollar limit on it why not just spend your credit card max out your credit card and then just sit there and make minimum payments on it you could why, definitely do that why yeah. would you spend fifty thousand in your cash when you could rack up 50000 in credit card debt and then you just slowly pay it off over time because you're like, yeah. or don't I have the cash. Yeah. Like, I don't need to, I don't need, that was just free. It's a free $50,000 if you truly sit there like, yeah. oh, you're going to hurt my credit score. I got a million dollars. I'm not going to be applying for a house loan or yeah. anything. Like, I can pay well, with cash. You know, the credit card, so I have a Visa and I have an American Express and neither of those two companies make any money for me. Because I pay my credit card off in full every month. So it, right. they never, there's never an outstanding balance that they get to charge any interest on ever. Right, but, but even if they charge interest interest the, on you and you have, like if you have enough cash, like you said, to pay for it, yeah. you're better off just paying their interest charge yeah. and being able to just spend money freely. But the, the way they make money is they're counting on you not paying it off in full every month and then getting hit with 17 or 19% interest. Right. 
and then just getting but you're just behind the eight ball and right. then you just get further and further and further behind the eight ball and then unless you have the cash and you're just like unless yeah, you have the cash, I have 50 which, grand in credit card debt I have right. the cash to, if I want to pay it full but but the problem is most people don't have that right. is they're you know they make 40 grand a year and they have and then 50, inflation goes and, up 44 fucking percent and now we can't <laughs> even survive yeah so should we talk about that I mean, so I was reading today. So I always I pull up during work. I'll I'll pull up Yahoo Finance once or twice a day to see what's so going on. So you can laugh and cry at the same yeah. time, <laughs> right, right? Oh man! But today it was funny. I was reading. I, so I I pulled up one article, but it didn't actually have what I wanted in it because they they released today was a, a consumer price index release for uh, I think it was July's inflation, month over month inflation, and then the year over year for July. And they were, everyone was all, the stock market was going up today because everyone was all excited that inflation rose at less than expected, like a, a less Dude, that's drastic jump than expected. But it's just, funny, like I was reading it and it's, they always like to, they, they like to try and be clever with how they paint their picture. Because it's like, yeah, if you don't consider food costs and energy costs, everything else was, it went down, guys. It's not going up by as much. Right. It's like, okay, so. Yeah, except for the stuff we need to live. They're like, like oh, how is that good news? Oh, to your me? your like, phone imports like my phone's fine. They're like, oh, well, yeah. it went down thirty three cents, and yeah, you're like, like, meanwhile, yeah, <laughs> but I can't buy a fucking tank of gas because it's gonna cost me six paychecks. Yeah, it's like, yeah, but my grocery cost went up thirteen percent. You're just kind of casually not mentioning <laughs> right. that, like the stuff you know that I need to exist. I don't know. That stuff really cracks me up. How they just like to. <laughs> just throw stuff out there to make it seem like, hey, guys, this is actually not that bad. When you really read into it, and you're like, yeah, actually, it kind of still is bad. I don't yeah. know why you're not just saying that, you know. But everyone just takes that news and is like, oh, the stock market's and up. Then, then guys, everything's, our, everything's peachy. Don't worry about then it. Then we have our brilliant government who's like, let's sign a $1.2 trillion package now. And everyone's like, oh, Dude, so you're going to tax the middle class even more? Do you love the uh, – so that's why I love Babylon B so much is just the fucking sarcasm with all of their posts. Did you read the fucking caption of the one I just sent? Where it was like, not Not if you just sent it. Okay, well, first of all, this is a Lord of the Rings joke, too. You'll appreciate this. It says, Saruman breeds army of 87,000 more tax Dude, what the fuck (laughs) is that? Dude, have you seen... I don't know if you sent it, too, or if I saw it from somebody else, but in the IRS, like, job application is, like, you will be armed and ready to, like, serve search warrants and, like, all this shit. So, more or less, the government is ready to expand with 87,000 troops to come knock on your door and be like, sir, you were $33 shy on your taxes this year. And I'm going to be like, well, you can get off my fucking property. (laughs) Dude, have you... What kind of a soulless piece of shit works for the IRS? That's what I want to know. I mean, I can't say it because I don't want to get political, but... Okay, but this one... Followers of this current president. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this one, this one was funny. It says, "New bill in Congress hires an IRS agent to live in every home." And then the oh, caption—I yeah, saw that one. The caption just goes, "This is the only thing that will stop inflation or um, climate change or whatever." <laughs> I yeah. was like, that is, "So I was actually—we were out of town this weekend, and I—I'm a big fan of the Continental Breakfast at the hotel. I'm a big fan of getting up, getting my free breakfast." Yeah. Well, they, all they had was uh, frosted flakes, and it was a cheap. Oh version. yeah. Well, during 2020, it was the biggest horse shit ever. They put a little brown bag out there and you'd fucking open it and it's like a banana and a dry ass muffin you're like this is my continental <laughs> the, breakfast the banana's like all brown yeah and it's all it's, it's old and fucking you're like okay sick um so they just be like you know i'll just go fuck myself <laughs> sam was sam was talking about how during during covid the hotels just stopped offering the amenities that hotels are like 
there right. to offer you like no gym no laundry service no continental no food. breakfast and they'd be like and sam was just he was always making the joke of like yeah that i would just get there and they'd be like oh by the way all these amenities that we normally provide we're not providing anymore you know because of covid <laughs> but still the room's still the same fucking price by but, the way but if you cough in your room it's going to be an upcharge yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay I would just cough at that. I was like, ah. well, you're offering me 30% less amenities, so can this cost 30% less? But unfortunately, that's not how things work. But um, Oh, no, they're going to the charge you 30%. Going with that it's right going to be a surge, a COVID surcharge. You know, because of COVID. Where the fuck was I going with that with the little IRS joke? Maybe I was just showing you the meme. But Well, so there's like... Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. To finish my thought... I was watching, you know how they always have CNN or Fox or some shit on like while in the little lobby area yeah. while you're eating your, your continental breakfast or whatever. So I'm sitting there and I'm just kind of like on my phone a little bit, but I'm watching the news and they're like talking about this new bill. I don't want to get into like the politics and all this kind of stuff. Dude, it's literally the most horseshit bill it, in the history of fucking they, bills. They like put up what the main things are in the bill. And I remember I was talking to Taya about this later because I'm like, does, does this make any fucking sense? And it was like all these different things. Every single one of them had something to do with climate change, but yet the bill's called like the inflation bill. In, right. It's like the inflation and act I was like, of fucking the middle class over. Can you explain to me what this has to do with inflation? Because I'm not seeing Dude, anything that has to do with inflation. I've seen so many articles of economists who have come out and been like, this is literally going to do nothing to it. Bernie Sanders. When Bernie Sanders comes out on the Senate floor and goes, this is literally not going to have an impact on inflation. You know it's not going to have an impact on inflation because that guy wants to give everybody free shit. I and just he's like, it's not going to work. Like, if you know anything about how supply and demand works and how inflation works, how exactly does spending $350 billion on climate change efforts affect inflation in any way other than making it worse? By raising taxes on the middle class so now they have less money to survive. Mm. Because that's what's actually going to happen is in there is it raises taxes on the middle class. That's exactly what we need. Yeah. So now all the hardworking middle-class Americans are just getting fucking fisted even harder. You can't buy a tank of gas to go get your groceries because you can't afford your groceries, but you can't afford your tank of gas. So then now you're not going to have enough money because they're going to tax you. And now that there's 87,000 dickwads that are going to be enforcing this, you're not going to have shit. Um, have you, you never watched Parks and Rec, did you? No. Ron Swanson is like the greatest fucking character ever. Oh on yeah, that show. I, I watched literally all. I'm of sure his you know highlights. who Ron Swanson oh, yeah. is and seen all the clips, but there's a fucking great clip in that show where there's this little girl who's in I don't know kindergarten or some or second grade, some shit. She's like this little girl, and she's got her lunch and Ron. I forget exactly who she is. Maybe it's like someone he knows in the office. It's her daughter or something. Anyway, he sits down. and He's like, "Oh, is that your is that your lunch for today?" And she's like, "Yeah." Oh yeah, he, and he steals. <laughs> he starts teaching her about taxes. And he basically is like, let me show you how taxes work. And he like unzips her fucking lunchbox, takes all of her. She has like a sandwich and a cookie and like a juice box and all this shit. And he's like, so you you think you're going to enjoy this for lunch today, right? Like you worked hard. You got your lunch together. This is what you're going to enjoy. She's like, yeah. And he's like, well, this is how taxes work. And he like takes a huge bite out of the cookie, eats like a third of the sandwich. And he's like, that I'm the U.S. government. I come by and I take a third of your sandwich or whatever. And he's like, oh. But don't forget about Social Security and state tax. He takes like a couple more bites. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It's, it's not wrong. It's that type of shit is like, it's the it's like the age old if you don't laugh you're gonna cry type oh, thing because yeah. it's just like what else can you do at this point you know what I mean like 
how like and Sam, I remember don't get Sam started. If you ever want to have Dude. an an entertaining podcast, just get Sam over here and just say, "Hey Sam, what are your thoughts on taxes?" and then just turn your mic <laughs> off and just sit back. Cuz he will go. Dude, when we were 3 fucking hours. When we were in Vegas, he goes, "Matt, don't say it." And I'm like, "I got to say it." And I like said something, he goes, "All right." <laughs> And we literally yeah. sat in the room and like finished that whole bottle. He literally. And we we're like, all right, are we done yet? And he's like, no, 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 no. That's I'm what, just getting dude, started. What cracks me up the most is he literally can't help himself. Like, so anytime I'm around him and Kayla, we it's gotten to the point where Kayla will be, she can see that I'm about to start talking about it. And she'll be like, Zach, don't say the T word. It's like literally, it's a buzzword that you can't use around Sam because like we'll be having a nice dinner or a nice brunch or whatever it is. And then Sam will be like, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Be like, yeah, well, what do you think about this? Be like, dude. So, and he'll lean in. It's like, here we go. It's two hours. He's sweaty by the end of it. He's all riled up. So Six holes crazy. are in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, there's good nothing stuff. nothing good about this government to be happy with. Yeah. I'm just going to quit depressing. paying taxes. We should all, as Americans, quit paying our taxes. I've honestly thought about that before. Just like, what would happen if just all of us collectively was like, we're not doing this anymore? I mean, we just fit in with all the politicians. Right. right. <laughs> we, just, we just start following what they were doing. Oh, speaking of this type of stuff, I don't want to talk about it on the podcast because I'm going to get... I don't. I like to steer clear of the politic aspect. I think we need to do a political and I'm gonna podcast get, I'm going to get way too fired up about it. But I have to tell you, when, when we flipped the mics off, I have to tell you about this rant that I got on when we were driving from... We landed in Eugene and drove to Newport for my buddy's uh, wedding earlier in June, and I got ranting about this one particular politician and... Yeah, anyway, I'll Dude, tell you about you that when we get You know there. what's fun to do is, like, when you're with people that you care about, but you have differing political views, and neither of you were, like, willing to necessarily budge, like, I'll be understanding of certain people's views, and I'll sit there and be like, you know, I see where you're coming from. It just doesn't, I don't agree with it. Yeah. But I can understand it, and they're like, well, you're wrong. And I'm like, okay, if you're going to go that route, let's fucking go that route, and I'm not going to let you off easy. And then it's like... You know, I'll admit, I, I'm, I'm okay with being a dick. I'll make you cry. I don't care. Like, I really don't care. If I made you cry, I sat there and go, I win. <laughs> Even if I lose the argument, you know, statistics-wise, I, I know I win. Well, and that's where, with most of those conversations, that's where I just land is I'm like, look, I don't agree with you, but that's okay. That's the whole per- That's the whole point. See, that's of this the thing whole that our like- country's gotten away from is it being okay to be friends with yeah. the left. If you're a leftist, right. being friends with someone on the right, it's okay to not agree on every single fucking thing. But it's like, no, if if you're a Democrat, you can't be friends with Republicans. Yeah, I just don't and- understand why it got so fucking like dramatic like why can't we just ha- like be okay disagreeing i'm totally fine disagreeing with people I, I will i will end discussions a lot be like you know what agree to disagree i just i don't no we can't you're, you're not you're not gonna to get me to, to change to your side i'm not gonna get you to change to my side and it's fine we can still talk about other stuff we, we have other things in common See, i say it's totally fine okay. and then i'm like but i'm gonna make you cry if you keep bugging me because i'm just gonna hound you to death i think it's just really it's disingenuous to disagree with someone on like a political belief and then start attacking them and saying that they're like dumb for thinking what they think it's like you know they think something different than you but that doesn't like from their perspective you're a fucking idiot too you know what i mean so we can't just all go around calling each other fucking idiots but but it's the people that you disagree with the snowflakes out there and y'all know who i'm talking about those are the people that 
I could go up and I could be like, well, I don't agree with what you're saying, you know, and then they can, mm. like, I can be as polite about it and be like, I don't agree with it, but it's your, your, you know, your opinion and you're entitled to that. Just because I don't agree doesn't mean you're wrong and I'm right, but, and then they're like, oh my God. And I'm like, but you don't agree with me, do you? And you don't see me throwing a hissy fit. And they're like, well, yeah. you're wrong. You know, you're just a piece of shit. And I'm like, I mean, if we want to go this route, like, I'll go this route. Like, which is I'm how it's okay to go this route. Always but, goes, which is why I just don't engage. I'm, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this to you. <laughs> Some people I do it with. I just can't. I can't do it. I don't, Dude, I don't know like, what it is. I just, I, there's, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough energy. I don't care. Well, you guys have gotten you know, at least like, smart enough with me where they're all like say something and I can get like that reaction where it's like that quick head turn. And it's like, all right, they're almost going to bite. Like I might get them into this argument. Yeah, you try and, and then, trick me. You, and you, then you'll you, be like, you throw yeah. the bait out there. You throw the lure. And Dude, Brandon used to go it. for it all the time. <laughs> like he would, he, he, he can't as soon as the bait, either. he could see the bait flying in the air. He's like, Whoosh. and I'm like, yes, let's that's, go. That, that's how some people are. I just have gotten to a point where I'm like, I fucking refuse to do this with you. You know, like I, I would just rather, I'm going to have a better time if we just find something that we both like a common ground and we just talk about that. You know, like, what good movies have you seen lately? Like, how's, like, how's really, the sports team talk about? Doing? The world's falling apart around like, us. Yeah. You want to talk about fucking Spider-Man? Yeah, the world's falling apart. I'm trying to have a little fun before the fucking house caves in on me in flames. You know, like, that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. You basically. know, you're not going to be able to burn me to death with your eyes there, Karen. All right? <laughs> fucking chill out. We can di- we can agree to disagree, but how is Spider-Man? Like, I'm going to tell you. And you're like, Shh. all right, whatever. I'm going to go talk about Spider-Man with him. I've also tried to adapt that with when talking about movies or books because there was a a director one time or there was i was listening to a podcast where someone was saying they were at a party with a director like a really really famous really incredible director to me and they were saying they were talking about some new movie that came out not directed by this director but by someone else and they were this this person who was telling the story was like oh god that fucking movie sucked it was just a piece of shit and the director guy was like hey just you know, for you're you're at a party with a lot of people in this industry. Just moving forward in your life, if you don't like something, just be like, "eh, it wasn't for me. I didn't like it." Right. Instead of being like, "it sucked," because he goes, "I make movies, and I know how much effort is put into, and how right. much time is put into these things, and not all of them are for everybody." You right. know what I mean? Oh and yeah. Not all of them hit, and not all of them are great. But we, that's you know, we keep trying, we keep making other things, and hopefully, some of them are good. And I was like, you know what? <clears throat> That's actually a really good way to look at things. So I, I've been trying to, although there's some movies where I'm just like, God, that fucking sucked. But, you know, maybe there, there's people, the thing is there's people out there who maybe love that movie. So it but it's like objectively, oh, it's all subjective, right? You but know, if, like, if you're su- in a su- to scene, me, it sucked, but to other people it was good. But, so I can't just sit here right. and be like totally devalue it and say it's worth it. But you're not at a party with other directors and actors well, or actresses, true. right? You're in a you're in a position where you can critique it without having like an outside yeah. pushback. But you I go, think, this is my opinion, it sucked ass, you know, this isn't the director's best work and people are going to be like, yeah, I agree with you, but at the end of the day like you have like you said you hit and you miss on certain ones, yeah. right? It's it's like professional sports. Like this goalie sucked today in hockey or this quarterback threw four interceptions, and you're like, see, but I think that's what's interesting about sports and why it's I think it's more fun and it's more worthwhile to argue about sports is cuz you can actually prove one way or another with stats. Right. Whether someone is good or is not good. Whereas like a painting or a book or a movie, I mean, 
how can you really we can't hear and like definitively prove that this movie is good or it's bad you know what i mean speaking like of it's a painting, like yeah well me. my my opinion is that this isn't very i don't like this painting or i don't like this movie right but there's maybe a ton of other people out there who actually love it but for a goalie like you could say this goalie sucks, like, and dude, I could say I could have made that save. I could say actually he doesn't suck because if you look at his stats, he has X amount of saves he had or whatever. A bad game. Yeah, like he had a, maybe he maybe had he had a bad, had a bad game. game, but he doesn't suck. And you could be like, all right, well, fair enough. You know, you, you you pull up the stats, and he doesn't suck. He just had a bad night. Or you're like, he sucks, and everyone's like, yep. But yeah, there's and then there's yep. uh, conversely, there's like, damn man, this quarterback is terrible. And it's like, yeah, well, he has eight touchdowns and twenty five <laughs> interceptions. So yeah, he's terrible. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's fucking bad. They should get a different. One. He's uh, three and fourteen this yeah. year. So yeah. So there's yeah. like actual ways to prove that. Whereas like there's no real way to prove that. Like you and me can't stand in front of the same painting and be like, dude, this painting sucks. I'm telling you. And you're like, no man, the painting's great. I'm like, you know, you know, it's there's crazy. no definitive way to prove it. You know what's one crazy another, about you know? well, like painting is it's only as it's only worth as much as someone's willing to pay for it. Yeah. Which means yeah. you could literally draw a circle on a piece of paper and it's just is a piece of shit like loose leaf piece of say, paper with yeah. a uh, regular pencil circle drawn yeah. on it and some dude's like one and a half million and some dude's like oh he's gonna pay that much I'm gonna go two million right. and all right. of a sudden you're like guys you realize that cost me about 12 millicents to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to make right and everyone and all of a sudden so, you're sitting there like well I'm a millionaire I that's one like form of art that i know literally nothing about like i see a lot paintings, of its name some paintings i'm like wow that's amazing that's really really cool and like, i could oh, you never five dollars and you're like <laughs> yeah sure. there's some stuff where you buy it for 10 bucks you're like i, I, I got this for 10 dollars um but i feel like that's one of those weird worlds where to what you were saying so I just got done reading a book not that long ago. It's called The Goldfinch, and it's a novel, but it's based on it's the stories told around an actual painting of a goldfinch as a bird, and it's from like the 1500s. From some I don't know right. who, who the painter was. I could look it up, but it's an actual painting, and I was it, there's a lot in the book about you know several of the characters are painting experts, so they'll be at these art exhibits and they'll be talking about the history of the paintings and why these are so good versus the other ones, and they're they're describing them in like vivid detail and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I can kind of get on board a little bit, but I think there's this weird thing that happened with painting, like in that art world, where it went from you know you have these paintings that you see that are hundreds of years old that are like masterpieces. They're amazing. You're like this right. is. That looks so vivid and like so Like what Michelangelo like did on the ceiling of yeah, the Vatican. Yeah, shit like that. When you see like, it, you're like, this holy is, shit. I could never in a million years approach that level of And then you see what Picasso creativity. did, and you're like, no, all I had to do is like take acid one <laughs> but, day, and I could make that. But what's weird is over time, it's that that world has almost gotten like so sucked in on itself and like stroking itself off that like now you have stuff That's where, kind of like you're saying, where they, they can have like... It'll just be an art exhibit, and there's like a light shining down on like a pencil. It's like right. snapped in half or something, and everyone's like, "Oh, well, it means the artist was trying to say this or whatever." And you're like, "It's called the snap." You can, like a normal person walks up and is like, "Guys, you know we're just looking at a broken number two pencil, <laughs> right? Like, there's nothing." They're like, "It's not just broken number two pencil." I'm like, Tsh! and they like hold it, and they're like, "Can you see the difference?" And people are like, "Oh." 
And then to what you're saying, it's all supply and demand. So it's like you and I would walk up and like, this is worthless to me. This is worth, right. I mean, I guess it's worth whatever a broken number two pencil is worth. So like right. 50 so like cents, I don't know. 13 cents because <laughs> right. it's not usable anymore. Right. I don't have an eraser. I don't have the <laughs> yeah. tip of the pencil. Like <laughs> I got to tape it. To, I got to buy the tape now. So I got to <laughs> factor in the cost of the tape. So now you owe me 14 <laughs> cents yeah. to make this work. But then someone else could walk along and be like, I would pay $100,000 for that. This is, this is transcendent. And you're like, uh, okay. But well, I mean, that's the weird thing about money is like, I guess it's worth whatever the worth person whatever who's willing to pay right. the highest price is, you know? Because like I always think about this. So there was a there was a concert I went to years ago, and I wanted to buy a bucket hat. You know, they always had the merch booths. You can get yeah. t-shirts and sweatshirts and all that shit. I wanted to buy a bucket hat, and I walk up. I'm like, hey, man, how, how much are the bucket hats? And he's like, $100. And I was like, no, they're not. I'm not paying that. <laughs> and I just walked away. He's like, <laughs> but he's, they are. And he's like, well, they're $100. And I'm like, not to me. They're fucking not. No, I'll so pay 20 bucks. Yeah, so that's like... But that's the weird thing about supply and demand is like there's plenty of people there at that concert that will fork over right. 100 bucks for that bucket hat. Whereas like if there was a bunch of people who were just like me who were like, I, I'm not going to pay more than 25 bucks for that, then the price of that bucket hat is only 25 bucks. Right. Because you can't get $100 well, for Well, think about this though. I, I, it's going back to like the art thing. I was watching this video of an, a piece of art. It was like on a wall and they were auctioning it off. And mm -hmm. as soon as it was sold... This guy, I think it was a remote. He's the guy was watching it, and he he was the artist who made the painting and the frame. Okay. Well, he installed a shredder at the bottom of the painting, so if it ever sold, he could just hit a button and run this artwork through what? shredder, like a shredder. So it like literally ran like three halfway to three quarters of this piece of artwork and shredded it. So it's like all cut up, you know, vertically, because that's what he built. And he goes, my art's not supposed to fetch a lot of money. He goes, it's never it was meant to be sold. Oh, I he see. He goes, so it was more or less a trap that if anyone ever sold my artwork, I would shred it. Well, all he did was make his art more valuable because people are like, oh, bravo, bravo. Yeah, and he's, he's like, making Fuck some me. sort of a statement. Yeah, like he's like, I should have just lit it on fire. Yeah, because <laughs> he's that's the thing about artists is I feel like a lot of them are always trying to make some sort of a statement about society like through right. their paintings. Or some of them are just trying to make something and be like, wow, that was like. Yeah. I had so much fun painting that. And yeah. someone's like, I'll give you $500 million for it. And he goes, I think I'm going to give it to my nephew for free. Do you ever think about, so not only with paintings, but with books, especially, or movies, how the person making the thing can, they make it, they send it out into the world. And then there's people who maybe come to them at some other point And they're like, your movie meant this to me. And this is how I interpreted your movie. And they're like, well, I never in a million years meant, meant that story to come across that way. But it's so interesting how you and I can watch the same movie or read the same book and come away with two drastically different impressions of like what it think, means for that story right. to exist. I think it just depends on mm. what goes like what comes of the movie. Like if I'm watching certain movies, I'm watching for pure entertainment value. Yeah. I'm not trying to dig deep into the philosophy of what's yeah. going on. The storyline I'll follow to keep myself into the movie. But like, I don't give two fucks why he made this movie. Yeah. Did it entertain me for two to yeah. three hours? If it did, then it did its fucking job yeah. for me. If someone's like, yeah, dude, so you know, in this movie, when like, what he's really this, trying to oh, say is, wow, you know, like, it's an anti-capitalist, you know, whatever. Right? Is it, or is it just a movie about aliens? I mean, you know? it's like every Disney movie is just like, fuck your dad. <laughs> like we're just gonna kill off, or fuck one of your parents. We're just gonna yeah. kill him off. Well, I think that's just kind of funny how, you know, I think there are some directors who make movies that are intentionally multi-layered that you could, 
you could watch them and read it ten different ways. Like, right. oh, they they this put like is trauma actually, from their life right. into the, the movie. The, yeah, they're maybe trying to work through. You know, instead of going to a psychiatrist, they're trying to work through some emotional baggage God, they have through know what's this going on story. In King's mind, then. Oh yeah, Jesus, guy's <laughs> <laughs> got a twisted mind. Um, but like, it's or killer. Drug I, I can only imagine how. Some of them probably just make a movie that's just surface level. Like it's it just it is what it is. This is about a bank robbery and a guy who tries to stop the bank robbery. That's it. But like there will be critics who go write a whole article about how it's it actually means this and he's trying to make a statement on such and such. And it's I think sometimes that's definitely the case. And then other times the guys the director's probably just like, dude, I tried to just make a movie about a bank robbery. Like there's nothing right. there's nothing there's nothing there's deeper. Literally nothing about <laughs> it's this. It's just it's a, a bank robbery. bank robbery. That's it. But then there's other times where it's like, yeah, actually, I can see how. Because and that's the weird thing about art criticism and art discussion is you can kind of just word vomit stuff out, and I can, if you're clever enough with the way you frame it, I can. I've read articles before about movies that I've watched, and I'm like, I did not get that impression at all when I watched this. But now that I've read this article, I kind of buy into this theory or right, this, like I can read this interpretation. Like, yeah. Like right. you kind of assign meaning. And that's another thing that I find fascinating about people is we assign meaning to things and then just make it true. It's like the power right. of belief, basically, you know what I mean? It's like, well, and it's for, like, for those kids that are out there listening mm. to this episode, jump off real quick. Like Santa Claus. Oh yeah, I don't think we have too many listeners of the Just Browser podcast who are at like, that age. But it, when when you grow up, maybe your are. parents sell this concept and idea of Santa Claus. The movies do a great job of selling this concept and idea of Santa Claus. So then you get to the age and you see your mom throw your presents under the tree or fill your stocking. You're like, bastard! <laughs> it was you all along, dude. So you're like, who ate the fucking cookies? And then your dad's sitting there like. So my mom, it's funny. She every once in a while she'll tell me stories about when I was a, like a much younger kid, like not not a baby, but like starting to develop my own personality and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, man, I've really been like the same personality since I was like a tiny kid. Because she was telling me about, I guess how You've been I a piece of shit your whole life. Oh yeah, just the worst. <laughs> um, she was telling me about how I finally started guessing. Like I don't remember this really, and I don't remember how old I was, but how I finally started guessing that Santa wasn't real. And she was saying that I basically just started like asking her questions about like the logistics of it. And I'm like, that's me now. Like I have, I have this like logical brain of like, huh? Like, well, I didn't hear him land on the yeah, roof. And I'm like, so we don't have a chimney though. So how does he get in the chimney? And then she's got to have some sort of retort right, to that and some like, sort of explanation. Like, Oh, what's magic honey or whatever. And I'm like, okay. All right. Well, what so what about this? Match? And then I started asking other questions. And eventually, I think she was just kind of like, Zach, honey, do you, are you asking me if Santa's real? And I'm like, yeah, I want to know. She's like, he's not real. I'm like, she's like, but don't tell your little brother. I'm like, okay. I fucking knew Sam! it. Sam! <laughs> Sam! Well, so I caught my aunt one year because she wanted to go to bed early. And I always wanted to try and catch Santa. When I was a little kid, I would army crawl down the hallway. And it pissed my parents off because they would be trying to go to bed, but like not go to bed. They wanted me to right, fall asleep right. so they could go put my presents out. Right, right, right. But I'd be like army crawling down the hallway. Did they ever give you the whole spiel about how like you can't be up when Santa comes or he'll know oh, if yeah. you're awake and all this kind of stuff? Yeah, they're yeah. like Santa won't come. But while you you're just awake. said fuck that, dude. You're like, so this is how like I was like destined to catch Santa. Like I was as a little. You kid, made it your fucking mission. 
So I would literally sit up in my you, like, bed. like Mission Impossible repel from the ceiling. Like, yeah, pretty much. I caught no, you. I legit would sit up in my bed. I'd put my blanket around me, and I'd be like, I'm going to stay awake. I thought if I could stay sitting up, I was like, I'm going to stay awake. I had a little twin bed tucked in the corner of my room, yeah. and I would just sit up on my bed. And I used to sleep with my door open because I was a little kid. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm terrified of having the door closed. You don't know what's going on. And when my aunt and uncle would stay with us, my uncle would, like, walk by the room and just see me, like, wide-eyed because I'm trying not to be, like, tired. Just sitting up, like, staring straight at a wall. Because like, I didn't have TVs. I didn't, yeah. We didn't have, like, I had a Game Boy, but I didn't have the light yet because yeah. I wasn't out. And he'd be like, oh, he's freaking me out. Like, because I was <laughs> destined to catch Santa Claus. And then all of a sudden, the next time he'd, like, walk by, I'd be like, pass the fuck just, like, out. drooling yeah. everywhere. Yeah. But I would, like, army crawl down the hall and... and at my house, like my bedroom was, uh, like all three of our bedrooms were down at one end. My my bedroom, my brother's bedroom, and then our guest bedroom. Then my parents was at the other end, by the top of our stairs, and like our banisters and stuff that you could look over our living room and our front door. And I'm like army crawl down, and my parents would be like, "Get to bed, Santa's not coming." <laughs> and so then I would like get up and run back to my yeah, bedroom, yeah. and but they had to literally lay there awake, acting like they were trying to sleep, waiting so that they could go put my presents uh-huh. out. <clears throat> but I wouldn't let them because I'm like, I'm gonna fucking catch Santa oh, Claus, yeah. oh, and yeah. like one day I I would wake up at like three thirty sometimes, so my parents like didn't know when to put the presents out. So like as soon as I fell asleep, the presents were out, mm-hmm. and then they were back in bed. But like, and then we went to my aunt and uncle's house one year and I was coming up the stairs to talk with my parents because they were all still awake and my aunt's like putting her kids presents out and like she looked at me as I was walking up there, like the basement stairs as she was putting them out and my mom goes, oh shit. (laughs) And I was like, it's okay, mom. I kind of figured this far along that Santa wasn't real. And she goes, what do you mean? I was like, he hasn't ever gotten me anything I've asked for. So I figured he wasn't real anyways. (laughs) And my mom goes, well, what do you mean by that? And I was well, like... Well, she could always play it off like, well, this present's from us, but these other ones are from Santa. Santa already came. Well, but I saw her, like, stuffing the stockings. And my mom always told me that Santa stuffed oh, yeah, the stockings. Yeah. By the way, do your parents still do, like, well, they'll say, like, this one's from Santa or whatever? I don't think so. My, my parents... I don't, I don't think get they, gifts anymore. I don't think we did that. I don't think we do it anymore, but we did it for years after me and Sam obviously knew that Santa wasn't real, but it'd be like... You know, this is like from Santa to Zach, and we're like, "Oh, Santa, huh?" And my mom's like, "Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what it is." <laughs> hey, he keeps coming back. I tell him not to. And he does. Your dad doesn't like him very much, but he's still here. Now, my parents would never. We would get like two presents from Santa, and then our stockings. Mm, yeah. Well, I love how I, I made this observation to my mom years later, but I was like, you know. When we were really young, we used to have a shit ton of gifts because all of our gifts were like these little toys that cost five right. bucks. So you'd get like 500 of them, it seemed like. It always seemed like this just never massive ending. and never-ending pile of presents. And then like the older you get, you want less and less gifts, but they're way more expensive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what do you want this year? And you're like, I want an iMac Pro. And your parents are like, that's like $48,000. Yeah. And you're like, all right, you could just buy me a fucking Mercedes. And your dad's like, that's a little bit cheaper. We'll go with the Mercedes. <laughs> or you're like... You know, it eventually goes from, you know, you just want Legos and shit like that to you want to Dude, Game Legos Boy are fucking wanna, expensive. Are they? Just super expensive. Do you ever have those uh, Bionicles? Do you ever play I had Bionicles? a few Bionicles. Those were cool yeah. as fuck. I love those things. I like the Dude, Lincoln Logs. I miss being a kid and just fucking playing with toys. So fun. Did you ever try and, like, Not be a, a man in the world? Did you ever try and have, like, those big-ass Lego tubs that just come with random Legos so you could build whatever the fuck you wanted? I was I remember playing with Legos, but I don't. I wasn't, like, the biggest Lego guy. I don't oh, remember My brother and I Legos had so much. many Legos, and we had these two big old tubs that just came with a bunch of Lego pieces. 
And we were like, let's be men. So we threw him on the floor and did the whole, like, let's walk across them. Oh, God. Uh, dude, nothing. As a kid, walking on leg, like, stepping on a Lego or hitting your ankle bone with, like, oh my God. The, with the a, a Razor scooter. Oh, my God. Nothing will ever trump that. Although. The, the Razor scooter to the shin, I'd be like, this is it. I'm going to yeah. die, I think. Or did you ever have a pogo stick? Yeah. Dude, one time I jumped and I had one that you could fold the handlebars down. Uh-huh. And the handlebars like didn't lock apparently. Oh, they folded and they on like you? folded and the oh, fucking bar god. went right into my nuts. Oh god. And I was just and I was a little kid, so it's not like I was like like I was up off of the pedals jumping with the thing and oh, just Jesus. <laughs> fell in the street and was like Dude, I don't think I remember playing with pogo sticks back in the day i don't think you could pay me to get on a fucking pogo stick today i would get on one now i'm very but like, like i've noticed as i get older i'm i'm not like necessarily i'm i am kind of risk averse i'm it, it's with so we went just a couple yeah, years i do ago less things on, than i did when i was a kid well you're just kids are like fearless they just don't give a shit and also i feel like they bounce back from like falling so quick and we went ice skating a couple years ago right around christmas time and i i, I used skating. to be great at ice skating but i haven't done it in so long i just i can like barely like stand up now yeah i'm like right on the wall the whole time so i'm doing that and there's this little kid just zipping around the fucking ice the the ice rink and he fell like 15 times while we were there but he would just pop right back up well, each got, time and go and you gotta i gotta think too he's not six four so he's got I was, less distance to fall just than about you to say that because i kept telling ty i'm like look he keeps falling, and I keep thinking, like, oh, it's going to be fine because that kid's falling, like, nine times, and he's fine. But he's also, like, two feet off the ground, and I'm 6'4", and gravity is a bitch. And when right. I fall, it's <laughs> yeah. going to hurt a lot more landing on that ice. That 9.8 meters per second, <laughs> yeah, per second or whatever it is yep. is really going to come yep. in more. Well, dude, I think about that all the time, too, where it's like, man, when I was a kid, I, did, I didn't care about getting scraped up or splinters. Yeah, you, just, or, you just go buck wild. If you man. fell off your bike, you were like, yeah, fuck, and your elbows all scratched up. Like sometimes you'd cry because you yeah. fuck, like you really. Like how many times up, did you like go like over your handlebars on a fucking bike and just? Oh, dude, plenty shit. of times. Or when you would turn and you'd slide, uh-huh. and your whole body just scrape would scrape your be, leg. Yeah. But then you think when you're adult now, you're like, man, I can't deal with a road rash. Right. Like <laughs> yeah. I can't like, deal I, with a road it's rash gonna right take now. Me three months to get over that. <laughs> that's gonna hurt. And anything yeah. I do, I can't yeah. lay on my left side, which I like to yep. sleep on. When you're a little yep. kid, you get that shit, and then like the next day you look and like, oh my scab, and you're like, you peel your scab off in your back at it oh god dude we were you you really do when you're a kid you're invincible and then when you yeah, grow you're, up you're like maybe we shouldn't have been doing that well there's a, i think it's it's twofold there's a little bit of as you get older you realize how dangerous some of those activities could be it's like man i could have like broken my neck i could have like jumping off like of a I, swing I something as small yeah, as i could have torn my acl like i could have done some bad shit and also you recover from things a lot slower once you're older too oh so yeah just like Dude, if I twist my ankle, it might, might not ever heal at this point. Dude, I hurt my <laughs> hamstring like, like six months ago, and it's, it's still just, fucked up. It's just going to be hurt forever now. But when you're a kid, you're like, oh, like for two hours, your ankle hurts, and then you're yeah. fine. You're just you get over. up, and you're running again. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I think about that all the time, too. I'm like, we could have legit, like, one of us could like been paralyzed doing oh, this. Stu- yeah. like, cl- like the Coyote Creek fucking playgrounds. We used mm-hmm. to climb on top of everything. Yep. Not go through the little tunnel, but we'd climb on top of it, and you're like 20 feet off the ground. Yep. And we'd fall. And yep. then you'd be like, fall in those rocks. And you'd like, yep. get up and like, fuck, that hurt. And all of a sudden, you're like, I'm good. Yeah. And it's like, if I landed on my neck or something, like jumping off a swing, if I get right. caught, like. Bad news. Dislocate your arms, like right. all this shit. Nah, we we're just like, Who fuck cares? it. Yeah. YOLO. And then you get old and you're like swinging and you're like, fuck, I'm really high up here. Like, <laughs> I hope this thing fucking holds. See, like, that's why like, I think 
those, those people that do those really extreme, like extreme sports type people where they'll do oh. bungee jumping or skydiving. Dude, or if like I bungee jump, my knees would literally just rip out of its sockets. <laughs> like, I'd go and all of a sudden they'd be like, dude, you know what his terrifies me the most? Because like, I think you could probably talk me into skydiving. You could probably talk me into bungee jumping. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be stoked about it, but I, you could talk me into it. But those guys that do those, what are those, like, like the squirrel not, suit things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're like, it's like para, paragliding? Or, paragliding, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Or base God. jumping. Or base jumping. That shit dude, terrifies have, have me. Have you dude. seen, this is a really tragic incident, but it was at the Royal Gorge this Bridge. This is what I was just about to, that's where, where I was leading. Where to, they yeah. were trying to go over the bridge, and one of them made it, and the other one slammed into the bridge, dying. It was like, and I've seen videos of a guy where he he's jumping and, and like, base jumping, and he clips the edge of a mountain, but he hit, and he hit the mountain so hard, luckily enough, that it triggered his parachute. Oh. So he, like, bounced off of the mountain, <laughs> like, Fuck. like a little ledge, and it pulled his parachute. And I think he was unconscious when he finally, like, came to a rest down below. Like, I've seen ones where guys hit trees and shit, and oh I'm like... Oh, my God, dude. Well, because what stresses me out is they're balls. going... Yeah, that's what I mean, is those people clearly... Don't, that, that adrenaline rush they is don't, worth it. They don't have that thing that we're talking about, that risk-averse nature of like, oh, man, I could break my bones or I could like, I paralyze could myself, I could die. They're just like, yeah, it's, for, to they're them it's like this, that hit of adrenaline is worth everything. Right, they're like, if I die, but I they're die. They're going like, how fast are those guys going? Like 100 miles oh, yeah. an hour or more or 200 miles an hour or something? And they're just like they. The thing that freaks me out is like they'll always have these GoPro v, like vantage right, point so your POV watching. and you're watching them, and they're all like, it would be enough for me to just do that in nothing but open air, they're, and then eventually pull a shoot and be like, wow, that was exhilarating. But these guys are like going weaving in and out of shit and going in between these bridges, I'm and I'm like, dude, sometimes, oh my god, just when you like, when when you're like, you know, middle of the day, do this because I've done this late at night. But I've there's like videos on YouTube where it's like the most oh, like gut wrenching moments where like people are like on a high rise doing like the jumping from like high rise oh, to high rise. I saw some clips of. But like that I shit read, the, I read the description before I watched, and they were like, no one was like, no one died or was like seriously injured in any of these stunts. And so I'm like, okay, I can watch it then because I'm yeah. like, I know no one's gonna die. But like the first one, all of a sudden you're you're. Guts just like boom, and you're like, oh, oh, oh dude, dude, you gotta watch one so, just to see your reaction. Because like I there, sat here like a, sweating, and I was like, no one dies, no one dies, no one. Yeah. And then they're also like, like you know, oh, everyone's okay. But God, yeah, why are you still, doing this? Um, that reminds me, I just started following a subreddit called Sweaty Palms, and it's all videos like that. So there was one of the, like one of those guys, and he's up on this gigantic fucking skyscraper, like who knows how high up. And he's just walking, no parachute, no ropes, no nothing, just walking out there in his tennis shoes. And he's on a little narrow like beam, and he's doing backflips and shit. And then he like misses his feet one time and falls and like grabs himself. And I was like, oh my dude, god, yeah, your dude. stomach just like gets in a knot, and you're like, butthole clenched. Oh, you survived. All oh right. my god, you probably get off of that. Stresses ledge. me out, dude. I don't understand like what compels people to do shit like that. There's got to be part of it is the clout, like the internet clout of having like a popular video. Yeah, or but like, like you're not like going to be a billionaire doing that. Money. Like you're either going to die being a dumbass who is trying to do backflips on the top of a yeah. skyscraper, or people are going to be like, "That was really cool, but really fucking stupid at the same yeah. time." Like I don't know, man. That shit really stresses me out. I I, I don't have whatever that you, is in my brain. Did you watch the <clears throat> guys uh, skydive from space? Did you watch that live when they did the Red Bull I, thing? Yeah, I think I did see that because he's like technically in. He's like in the upper atmosphere, right? Yeah, and he's got. He's in like a spacesuit and yeah. everything. Insane. 
And all of a sudden, he's, like, spinning out of control, and everyone's like, uh, we need him to... And all of a sudden, he, like, pulls his shoe, and he's, like, fine and talking to people again. I'm like... Dude, that's what... We almost just watched a man kill himself from fucking space. Like, this dude almost was going to be a crater in the Earth. You think we would learn... Because there have been live televised things like that where stunt people have A lot of those have big delays. Yeah, but you would think we would have learned to not ever do any of that stuff live. Because, like, what are you going to do on a broadcast if a guy who's paragliding slams into a bridge and pulverizes himself oh sorry we have technical like, difficulties right. we'll get the feedback to you as soon as we can yeah and it's just on ESPN or whatever and you're and like just, uh, and there's like eight year olds watching <laughs> like, <laughs> they just watch some guy get just in, just turned into vaporized mist. yeah like oh my god dude brutal brutal shit we got a comment by the way in the uh, in the stream we've been rambling so long is this anyone we know no I, well I don't know who anime with a lot of sevens is. Appreciate you here. Um, we're not going to click on the link at this time, but uh, <laughs> thanks for sending us a YouTube I can, link. I can only imagine. It's, it's a YouTube link. Oh, it's link, a YouTube link. I'm like, oh, Jesus. I, I would maybe. From uh, uh, being a Twitch chatter by experience, you don't click on links. I was going to say, I would be careful where you click on that. But it might be really cool. It might be a video of like, yeah. what we're talking about. Anyway. Or it might just blow my house up. You never know. <laughs> Or just all of your monitors just do that matrix thing where it's just the matrix code and then everything goes black. I'm like, yeah, that's a problem. But you know, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go to Dairy Queen. I'm like, all right, man. Well, good luck with this. I'm gonna take off. <laughs> You're like, so can you get this up tomorrow, big like, dude? I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, well, judging by this, I'm not sure. Oh man, we should probably wrap this up. We've been here for a while. Yeah, I still need to get dinner. Yeah. How long have we been going? A long time. Many moons. Many moons. Fortnite. Fortnite. <sighs> we need to do a Peaky Blinders episode. So should that be our next one? Because yeah. it's, it's going to start fading from my memory if we don't do it soon. Well, we'll do Peaky Blinders with our next episode. And then um, the we'll, just, we'll figure out what we want to do after that. I, I think we have endless ideas now. So Yeah. Um, we still have all those uh, movie podcasts, the revisit ones, too, that we can oh, do. Yeah. If, we, if we like... I think we should keep those in the we're back just, pocket for the. They're like just when in, we're, in the chamber. Right. If we don't have anything. We I think we keep leave. those until we're kind of like, dude, I don't care, I don't care, yeah. and then it's like, all right, let's just do one of these. Because those are just ready to go. Like we're ready to fire those up anytime. So, but, but yeah, yeah. <clears throat> thanks everybody for joining. This this has been a presentation our, of the Just Browsing Podcast. Our two year one week anniversary. Yeah, um, two since, years in a week. Since we were a week late <laughs> on the uh, anniversary episode, but uh, <clears throat> for those of you that have been with us from the beginning, thanks for the support. For those of you who yes, have definitely. joined along in time, thanks for the support. Um, you know, like Zach said earlier and I said earlier, we enjoy doing this still, so I don't see an end in these episodes coming anytime soon. Um, hopefully we just keep growing and yeah. I'm still having fun doing it, man. Year so. three will be our best year yet. Year tres. Although, I, I don't know if you can say we've had a worse year. I think we've been pretty like flat the whole time. Like, Yeah. Little blips of growth here and there. but Yeah, agreed. I mean, as long as we're still having fun doing it and we're having fun talking about all this That's all shit. that matters is having fun. All that matters is the friends we made along the way. Yeah, no, I want to make money. All right, true. That'd I want to be cool become too. a billionaire. But as we just covered, money's, money isn't real. So. You're right. But it helps. It does help. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Um, And we'll be back again with the Peaky Blinders episode. I think we've agreed on that. So Yeah. Peaky fuck. So all all you Peaky Blinders fans. Watch it. Watch the series. Get caught up. If you haven't watched it, please watch it. Um, Series 6, the final season, just dropped 
what, like a month ago or something like that, or two months ago? June, I think. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So it's on Netflix, ready for your viewing pleasure. Um, yeah. Tune in for that one next time, and uh, we'll, we'll talk yeah, to you guys next time. We'll be time. back. Yeah. Later. Peace.